Welcome to the Indian Newsling podcast by Pranita Mahajan. Hello everyone and welcome to the Indian Newsling podcast. We're in election week now. Things are getting busy. And one of the main highlights of this year's elections has been how a lot of the discussion and the policies have been around youth and matters that impact the youth. There has been a lot of discussion about gender education, about inclusion, rainbow communities. Education has been very big. Uh, health, wherein again uh, youth uh, and at-risk groups have been discussed quite extensively. Uh, there has been discussion around uh, tertiary education and parties like uh, the National Party and the ACT Party, they have raised uh, concerns regarding the the literacy levels of the country and how we can work and improve that. And I thought it would be interesting to look into uh, how every party is viewing education moving forward for the next coming term. Education uh, is the third biggest uh, chunk of the government spending uh, right after the benefits and healthcare. Education is what the government would be spending a lot of time, resources and energy on. And there are parties that are on the left that are proposing to expand access to early childhood education. The parties on the right they want to discuss more about targets. They want to discuss about uh, monitoring how our students are performing and how these schools are performing. And they have focused a lot about improving the literacy rates. Um, so let's let's get right into it and see what every party is offering. Now, the National Party, of course, uh, the biggest, most discussed uh, policy change that they had was the ban of mobile phones in schools. Uh, the National Party definitely uh, insists that the schools and many parents are concerned about the use of mobile phones in school. And um, there are researchers that have indicated that the social benefits of reducing sc- uh, screen time and encouraging students to interact with each other during the breaks is the best way forward. The party has also uh, quoted Many schools uh, here and overseas that have experienced many positive outcomes uh, in terms of the achievement and the performances of the students. Now, this has got mixed responses. There are people that are really in support of it and there are people that are not too keen or interested in it. But uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and watch for another week and see how this comes into action if and when it is implemented. The second thing that National Party is really insisting on is setting minimum times for reading, writing and maths uh, because uh, they say that currently there is too much variation between how different schools are planning to teach uh, the reading, the writing and and maths which are fundamental skills and uh, how they can improve the students' performance uh, by ensuring that they get at least two hours every day for reading and writing, at least one hour every day on maths. And uh, they said that the government would share guidance uh, with the schools on how to set their timetables, how to support 
um, them to meet the minimum class time requirements but they have again insisted that this is something which is very crucial uh, looking at the literacy rates dropping in the country over a period of time and they they have highlighted time and again that something has to be done about this another thing that national party is saying which is the third policy that they're really highlighting in education is to introduce standardized twice uh, yearly reports so what that means is basically um to communicate the students progress to the parents and this should be reported uh, on a regular basis there should be a standardized format which tells them and gives them a clear idea about where the children might need help and what can be done to provide them that support and that help that they need so uh national party is just um again highlighting that the Uh, the parents need to know the details of their child's progress on again reading writing and maths which are fundamental to the literacy uh, rates of the country and that is that is where their focus point is now act party on the other hand um they are bringing in uh, the concept of uh, partnership schools once again they want to reintroduce that concept wherein um they believe that it is a successful model for a school to function uh successfully um and they say that uh, these partnerships are uh, basically going to be focused on improving the educational outcomes um for the students of that school and uh, it will provide more flexibility to innovate to engage with the students and will have a stronger accountability for improving uh, the literacy and the educational outcomes the party wants to reintroduce this partnership model uh, wherein you know you have uh, community involvement as well as uh, stronger participation from the schools uh, and they bring together and work on a on a set target with the children uh they also want to have uh daily attendance records they want that to be reported and uh they said that we have to work towards a higher attendance because when children are not attending school it it causes a bigger concern it definitely has an impact on our literacy rates it has an impact on how these children um will be the future taxpayers and uh if they're not equipped with the basic knowledge um it it will not hold good for for any country and um this was uh, this is the main points that act party is supporting labor party again uh, like i said initially um they would like to see more access to free early childhood education they have proposed extending um 20 hours of free uh, early childhood education to two year olds as well uh they say that uh, you know it would just the early learning would help remove the barriers towards learning at later stages in life and it would contribute uh, towards benefiting that child uh, as the child grows older it also allows parents to return to work pick up more hours and hence contribute um, more towards the economy and the families and also it would reduce the cost on the parents also uh, it would support these young families 
that is uh, one of the key policies towards education um the second thing that uh, labor has introduced is financial literacy to be taught in school we've discussed this earlier as to why that is very important and that is one of the essential life skills um in fact in news linked uh, a series of stories around that um now making financial literacy compulsory part of the curriculum would address the low levels of money and budgeting skills uh, among the school leavers and they want to introduce that by integrating it into the regular work program for the schools so they would add uh financial literacy as part of maths as part of uh, you know the basic learning structure and make sure that these children the school leavers that age group is more equipped uh, to deal with the financial uh, decision making later on in their life another thing that labor is promoting is to increase the number of dental places in the university by 50% um they are saying that uh poor oral health uh, has a lasting impact on a person's mental well-being physical well-being and um just overall overall wellness so increasing the dental workforce is crucial and it means that more people can access dental care and uh, it will also help get the cost for the for the dental care uh, lower which is again a, a very positive outcome in the long run the new conservative party i want to really highlight this one because um what they are talking about is um something a, a bit different from the mainstream parties they are highlighting the need to ban sex education in primary schools um now that is a discussion that has really picked up momentum online um everybody you, you can see young parents discussing it more and more especially after countries in Canada and US um have uh, it has become a mainstream uh, campaign uh, topic so it is interesting to see that being discussed during these elections a uh, new conservative party says that uh, children in primary school they're too young to learn about sexuality and um it can have uh, negative mental emotional physical um effects on on these children so they are proposing a complete ban on relationship and sexuality education for all primary schools um this is again something that has got very big support from a certain section of the society and it it will be interesting to see how this is perceived uh, after the election results come out they also have highlighted about the need to ban education about genders in schools the party says there are only two genders uh, and it opposes people changing their gender it says that we need to ban education on gender gender identity in order to protect the mental emotional physical well-being of these children so these are uh, concepts that should not be discussed as part of mainstream education or school um similar views are also held by nz first um which says that um school children are being taught about relationships gender sexuality and uh that amounts to indoctrination as per the party they say it it must be stopped and uh again the the idea would be 
to remove uh, what the party says is gender ideology from the curriculum and uh, not uh, make sure that that is banned in in all schools and not a part of the curriculum the maori party um, they want to introduce a universal student allowance uh, they have highlighted how maori are um, more likely to face barriers in tertiary education due to low level of income support higher costs of studies and they would want to see a fair livable student allowance for all tertiary students they have emphasized how a universal allowance would help um students take care of uh, the living expenses and um also uh, you know component of all student loans uh, he says it would be uh, it is crucial and 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 the party is really supporting that they also want to make te reo maori and maori history core subjects up to year 10 for all students they say that uh, the mainstream education system is broken and it's institutionally um, racist undertones so they want to bring in uh, tereo maori and maori history as part of the curriculum for up to year 10s they want to establish an authority to oversee maori language funding and uh, they want um, because they feel that it is under-resourced undervalued so they want to establish a maori standards authority which will oversee the funding the um, and make sure that you know the minimum competency standards are ensured um again something that has received uh, support from um, many people and uh, we would have to wait and see for the next um for the for the election results uh, to see which which of these policies are being supported now the greens uh, they are a current favorite uh, as far as youth subjects are concerned and they're g- gaining momentum the greens also want to introduce income guarantee for all students they have also highlighted how the students struggle to meet basic needs um and uh, are forced to accrue substantial debts because of tertiary education and they say education is a public good and it should uh be their policy to ensure that students regardless of their personal circumstances have the financial support they have what it's required for them to focus on their studies and perform better uh they say that uh this approach would help elevate student poverty and in reduce the the need for the students to go into a debt uh just for their studies the parties have uh, the green party has promised a minimum income of 385 dollars per week which is very impressive and again has received a lot of support they have also highlighted to improve uh, the need to improve uh, working conditions and staff to student ratios um, the green party says that the working conditions um, in which the teachers are uh, currently in uh, it is directly affecting the learning conditions for the students so we need better ratios uh, staff to student ratios we need better results uh, better educational outcomes and that can only happen if we provide the teachers the right amount of support and by reducing the number of teachers uh, number of students per teacher um, ranging from early education all the way to high school 
we can make sure that 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 pressure is reduced and um quality learning can be ensured they also um the green party also wants to uh create hubs uh, with health and social services um these are going to be school hubs and the party says that um factors outside of school such as you know housing income health um economic well-being all this affects a child's education and by providing holistic services at school uh, you can address those challenges you can have uh counseling you can have these on-site hubs in schools which uh, can provide social services mental health support um and comprehensive support to any student that might be in need of uh, something like that and the party says that they will integrate community services uh, such as health welfare cultural services within the school environment to make it more accessible for the students um again something that is a hot favorite people are really talking about it people really want uh to support these ideas uh but just a matter of time i hope we've been able to um present it and streamline uh the policies of these parties for you to make a better choice um on that note thank you so much for listening to the podcast i hope uh we can discuss another issue really soon uh wish you all a great day this is pranita signing off thank you thank you for listening to the indian newsling podcast by pranita mahajan 